Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, how are you? Thanks for coming back. Thanks for joining us. I hope you're doing great. Across from me, as always, is Cyrus Amundsen. As I ponder my New Year's resolutions, Chad. Oh my God, this already sounds like the big speech from Groundhog Day when he finally had his life figured out. As another year dawns here in Mainville, Ohio, and I ponder the ways in which I have scattered away from a proper path, I try to bring myself back to said path with resolutions. And at the top of the list is my wife bought those stupid dog buttons. What are those? So I think we talked about it, but they are, there are these buttons all over the house that Kevin. Oh, yes. I know what you're talking about. That he puts his paw on to go outside yeah. and it says like, have to pee. Yeah. Have to pee. Yeah, he pushes yeah. it. Bathroom. 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 That sort of stuff. He paws stuff. Sure. So. Uh, and he has one that says hungry and it's by his dish and he's getting pretty yeah. good at him. It used to be he would get really hungry. And he'd mm-hmm. come over to Jenna and he'd wag his tail and bark. And then she'd go, do you need to tell me something? And then he'd run over to his food dish. <laughs> and then she'd follow him over and he would just sit there and like wiggle and shake. And she'd go, use your words. And then he'd hit the hungry button. But uh, he has gotten a lot smarter. So now you'll just be in a different room and you'll hear hungry. And that means it's Kevin's dinner time. Sure. Which opened the door for what I felt like at the time and still kind of do feel like is an all-time bit. Whenever Jenna is in one of the furthest reaches (laughs) of the house, (laughs) like if she's in the way basement living room Uh, or upstairs in the bedroom, I go over and I stand by Kevin's dish and with my foot, I tap it. Hungry. Yep. Hungry. And she is so committed to teaching this dog to communicate. Scatter, scatter, ba 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 She comes all the way running down. And then she gets yeah. there, and the look on her face is so, she's so disgusted. But she, Are you still there? Are you still there standing proudly over the button? Not only am I standing proudly over the button, when she gets yeah. there with her disgusted look, I ask her for some sort of snack. And uh, <laughs> she ke- she just keeps falling for it. And uh, that's really great because it's hard to it's hard to differentiate. Like if one time she thinks it's me and it's Kevin, she screws mm-hmm. up his training. So I think my my New Year's resolution is probably is like I'm gonna try my hardest to stop doing that bit, but. I don't know, man. I don't know either. This is the first time hearing about it, so I'm here. I'm going to be spending the. My resolution is to encourage you to yes. keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like we should put when you're here, we should put my Skittle machine up on like a shelf out of your reach, and then just put the hungry button right below it. <laughs> so. Yeah, I do. I do love that. Also, I, I'll be bringing the hungry button down to the couch with me anyway. <laughs> just so you know that. You just walk into a grocery store pushing the button. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was thinking um, when you were talking about that, when you're like, well, Kevin's getting smarter. And I'm like, maybe you guys should get smarter when your dog runs to you, wags his tail, and then runs to the dish 
maybe you should be able to decode that situation. But now that I've heard what you're using the buttons for, I'm on board. I got to tell you, he, I, I agree with you, but that's, that's a not, that's what we in the, in the size marriage business call a non-starter in terms of arguments. Uh, I am going to evolve this, even if I do stop doing the hungry thing, because he's getting good at outside, outside. And so I want to start using outside to have her come open the front door for me, and then I'll go pee off our deck. Nope. This one I'm against. You know how I feel about your your animal behavior. It's not animal behavior. It's natural. It feels good to pee outside. I'm saving water. The, the, the breeze is nice. A good pee out. Mm-hmm. So that should be your New Year's resolution is to stop being so uppity about outdoor pissing. Well, I guess I like an apple cider uh, wood-burning pellet versus an apple cider piss wood-burning pellet. The piss is not going to get any... I, I pee off a different deck than the Traeger's on. And even, it's not oh, like... Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were a multiple-deck family. We're, a th- we're technically a three-deck family. That's really great. Congratulations. Don't be an asshole. Um, Maybe your New Year's resolution should no, be to... Listen. N- yeah, okay. My New Year's resolution is to not go to prison. And I'm already, I, I thought I blew it because I was in a Target parking lot. And this younger gal was, uh, she had one of the snow brushes brushing her car, but it was cold. So she brushed part of her windshield and then had to sit in her car for a little bit. And so when I was getting out, she got out and I go, hey, need another brush? Thinking she's my daughter's age. You know that this seems normal. Sure, Papa. But of course, of course, to her, she sees me and says he's he's every uh, predator's age that I've ever dreamt about. So she slowly goes, "No, thank you. No, thank you." And moonwalks back into her car, (laughs) and then I hear the doors lock, (laughs) and I just immediately, I like op whatever the opposite of flanking is. I moved away from her. I didn't even walk directly into Target. I moved away from her to create the most amount of distance because I felt like such a shithead. <laughs> this reminds me of the car wash when I, when I went over and go, I don't want a car wash, but I want to give you $20. Like, <laughs> what an absolute... Is it cold over there? Do you need me to come warm things up? Hey, are you having some trouble with that snow? Baby, it's cold outside. Have you... Is this... Because your beard is now trimmed. It's not shaved. I've trimmed it. But it's trimmed trimmed after the holidays. Is this pre or post beard, this this incident? I was post. Okay, so you're a little less uh, dateline... You have a little less of a dateline look to you, but you do. You do right now look like someone who would like kidnap a, you know, like a local reporter, like a local female reporter. Yeah, just to get my story out. Chad Daniels has been named as a potential suspect in the disappearance of Katie Dunn, Channel Nine reporter that went missing in a. Is that a real person? I don't know. I just no, I don't think so. I mean, definitely, (laughs) that's probably a name out there. That's a real person. Sure. So what did you do? How was your New Year's Eve? Oh, what a thrill, Chad. What a start-to-finish thrill show it was. This seems sarcastic. Uh, well, I had good people. My, my wife's family was down. We had a nice Christmas on Friday. Saturday, uh, there was a division 
in what we should be watching um, as we neared the the midnight hour. Okay. And uh, there was a college football game, and there was uh, the countdown show, and I I honestly didn't care about either. Mm-hmm. Um, I could, you know, I get to either either I watch a bunch of uh, a bunch of kids uh, play football, eh, or I watch a bunch of shitty music I've never heard of, eh. Either one. Right. Right. I right. Di- we did flip around though, and I do love the culturally different new year's eve shows like i i like how you can go find the you know you go to the rock in new year's eve and you get a very specific sort of show and then you go to this channel and then you head over to fox news and it's like hey y'all who wants to watch uh luke bryan throw cheese balls (laughs) into dolly parton's cousin hefty parton like I, I, I really love the I love the spectacle of the New Year's. There's Eve something show. for everybody. There's, there's something. Something. For everybody. It's like pornography on New Year's Eve. There's something for yeah. everyone. And uh, so I think I was probably walking up the stairs at midnight. So I wasn't downstairs with Jenna's dad or upstairs with <clears throat> Jenna and her mom. I was just kind of. I was in my own sure. hallway. Uh, when did staircase. when did you start? When did you start about eleven forty five? Yeah, I st- I started actually at ten fifteen. Went a few steps and decided <laughs> to spend the rest of the evening in the stairwell in a little hallway. And then when I started hearing five, four, I was like, we should get up and go upstairs and be like, oh, I just missed it. What did <laughs> what did Carson Daly have to say this year? <laughs> Yeah. What what new bands that you've never heard of are you about to watch? Congratulations. So good. I love a good lip sync. Uh, you know, I love I love it all. I just I'm a big you know me, I'm a big celebration guy. I went to uh not stuck in a stairwell, I went to Spokane, Washington for uh, New Year's Eve. The birthplace of America. The the birthplace, yep. It started out uh, in the Pacific Northwest. A lot and of people don't know that. A lot of people. That's where everybody landed. Yeah, a that's lot of people landed. with their Plymouth Rock bullshit. You know, yeah. they don't. Uh, the and before Plymouth Rock, there was the Vikings that they didn't make homes, but they, you know, they came through the the lakes to where we're from. Obviously, Minnesota was discovered very early. Yeah, but, yeah, very early. But then the first, of course, is uh, is is Spokane. Yep. where people use the Bering Strait. Yes. They didn't use the Mayflower. Everybody tells you it's the Mayflower. Yeah. Because that fits a narrative. But it's people walked across the Bering Strait, and they stopped in Spokane. Yeah, absolutely. To get some, yeah, to get some Thai ginger, <clears throat> what are they called? Cauliflower wings. That's what I had. Oh. See, now I yeah. made some of those for my brother Jess. I made buffalo style, but I did make okay. him some cauliflower. Do you like? You like or you know like? Here's what I don't like about it. I don't eat a lot of vegetables. No, come so, on. You seem like a vegetable so guy. When I do eat vegetables, <clears throat> my body's not used to the fiber. Sure. And so it sends me into a bloated, which is exactly where you want to be on New Year's Eve, right? You want to be bloated. You want to have no room for alcohol. So now you have to say, uh, do you want a vodka soda? I don't because that has carbonation and that's going to send me to the juicing room at the Willy Wonka chocolate factory. <laughs> so what I need is some just straight tequila. And then what does straight tequila do to me? Well, it turns me into a complete a-hole, although I have to tell you something. I had so much fun. You know how I'm not a fan of cheers, right? When people go, no, cheers. It's like, wow, did you just get back? Wow, do you have to use the loo? 
You want to take the lift up to the loo? I have a, I have a, I do have an issue with that. Cheers now, not, not the show. Not the show cheers, of course not. We love the show cheers. You're talking about, and you're not even talking about somebody raising a glass as an overall action. You hate the word cheers. I hate like a backing away from a table because you're leaving, a little bit of a bow with one foot raised and and spreading your hands apart. Cheers. Like that kind of stuff is just, you're just, you're acting too cool for school. Yeah, get that guy, put him in a firing squad line. Somebody took it to the next level. I'm waiting in line to get into this bar and this guy walks up and they won't let him in the bar because he has a, a beer. Okay. Right. And so they go, you can't come in. And the bouncers are keeping their cool. He's being, he's being a prick. Okay. And he's like, well, why can't I come in? They're like, we told you, you can't approach a bar with a beer from the street. We could lose our jobs. The bar could get shut down. You know what? If you see us, and I thought this is a cool line. One of the guys goes, the reason you see us here every week is because we're good at our jobs. And I was like, nice one. Yeah. Because it kind of diffused the situation. Then the guy turned around and it was all done. And he goes, ciao. That's what he said. <laughs> he, he turned, kind of gave a stern look, and he said, ciao. And I go, oh, man, you flew all the way here from Brazil? And now you can't even get into the bar you wanted to come into? That sucks. And he goes, what? And I go, ciao. I mean, obviously, you're speaking Portuguese. You you completely know ciao, right? I mean, that's from you're from Brazil. So now you have to get on a plane without having any fun from Spokane to Seattle because that's the big hub. Yeah. And then you have to go from Seattle to Rio de Janeiro yeah. all the way back without even getting to see this cover band that's doing hits from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and today. So this is like the worst night of your life. And now he's getting mad. I go, spell it. Spell ciao. <laughs> No chance. Did he, he didn't get even close, did he? No. Please tell me he went with H O W. Did he do a C H O W? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But um, I don't know why that bugs me so much. Uh, but it does because I, I spend a majority of my day trying to learn Spanish. Sure. But I'm not. Ne- you know, I'm never like uh, adios. Yeah. Or any when I'm leaving a, a confrontation. I don't know. I, mean, I, just, I can't stand it. Now, I, I do always use adios when I'm leaving. Uh, I know you do, and I, I hate that about you. And I, I think if you throw a fucker on the end of it, that balances out. <laughs> adios fucker? Yeah. yeah that's, definitely, that's definitely very... Uh, <laughs> that's definitely... I go to Mexico every year, same resort, yeah. and don't leave my small town unless it's that. That's the only time I leave. And as my buddy drops me and my wife off at the airport, I give him a, a middle finger and an adios fucker. I give him one of those. Because <laughs> yeah, I got to tell exactly. you something, brother. Enjoy the cold. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Adios fucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I do have friends that go to the same resort every year, but they go other places and they don't say adios fucker. I I tie back into your parking lot situation. I saw a great parking lot situation. I was at a grocery store and okay. I I pulled in and it was I could have parked further away, but this was one of the days it was pretty cold out and you know me, I'm a weak boy. And so mm-hmm. uh I want to be I don't want to have to walk out in the cold very long. So yeah. I I pulled into a very tight spot and 
it was tight because the car next to me was angled over like way too it was a very they did a very bad job right it was one tailgate tailgate down no this is a vehicle this is just a regular this is a regular vehicle okay and so uh i get out of the car and there's a guy you know probably about my age uh, you know somewhere in between our two ages he's between late 30s and early 90s and so he uh i see him and he never gets gets old (laughs) i see him and uh as i'm getting out like i'm kind of doing the hey i had to park too close to the car on the left because the guy on the right is a dick so now i'm kind of uh, slithering my way out of my vehicle mm-hmm. and uh, I, the guy and I make eye contact and uh, I did the like the corn like eh, hate to see it I did one of those I said hate to see it that's <laughs> here that maybe that should be my new year's resolution never say hate to see it ever again I'd like it to be your comedy catchphrase. <laughs> I'd like you to end every bit with, well, you hate to see it. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's, that's not bad. That's not bad. When, mm-hmm. when somebody parks too close to you in a Kroger parking lot and you got to slither your way out of your vehicle like a rattlesnake, you hate to see it. If you like the Avenger movies and you see Hawkeye trying to pull somebody out of a snowbank and his own galder and snowplow runs him over. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. If you're a fan of snowmobiles and you're on a trip out in Montana that you splurge for, even though your wife pointed out that you guys don't quite have the money to let your son play school basketball this year and your friend has too much to drink and tumbles a snowmobile and it rolls over his body and even though you think the snow might be soft so it would press him into the body like it were dough but this snow was actually piled pretty high and it crushed several of his bones you hate to see it that wasn't even a bit that was just that was like a news report what the fuck were you doing i don't if know if you see somebody falling towards a football field and you think he's a parachute guy but he's just a drunk guy falling off the top row you hate to see it (laughs) you hate to see it so i you hate to see it this guy and the guy looks at me and he he gives me one of these he just he gives me the one finger like just give me a second you know like give me a second but he's not yeah yeah un momento fucker And so he gives me the wait for it finger. And normally that's like, I, I can't, I, I've got a call. I got to take a call. But he, he does it. And then he reaches in and he pulls out his wallet and he walks over to the car and he slides. He takes a card out of his car or out of, mm-hmm. excuse me, out of his wallet. Out of his wallet, yeah. And he slides it into like the windshield. Right in between the mm-hmm. windshield wiper, you know where people put uh, flyers for raves, and so he does that. <laughs> I love how you could have could have gone with uh, a ticket, a parking ticket, <laughs> or any of the other things that get slit a a coupon for sure. a pizza. Yeah, 
But you decided to go with a flyer for a rave. Yeah, a flyer for okay. it's, it's that's the yeah. that's the. F- you seem like a rave guy. Yeah, you seem like so. When you said you're a weak boy, it's W E E K. You actually like to party for one whole week at a time. Yeah, I put yeah. me in a warehouse with a bunch of seizure lights, and yeah. uh, let's get sweaty, baby. I am a sweaty weak boy, and so he walks, and then he walks over to me. Because I've gone around the car this time because I'm like, what the hell's going on? And we walk in and he goes, whenever I see somebody who's parked like an asshole, uh, he goes, I had these made up. And he pulls another one out of his wallet. And it's a business card. And all it says on it is, you're a dick. And it just has a middle finger of a graphic. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. And I think that's, I I love it. I love it so much. I feel like... I don't want to steal his idea completely. I think I need to have my own version of it. But I love wasting my family's hard-earned money on a thousand business cards that whenever I think somebody did something wrong, I can just give them one of the cards. But a a you're a dick card, that's great. I have those cards for parking. Yeah. This is probably not going to surprise you, but... Mine says, if you're going to park like this, maybe you should tape a can opener to the cop- top of your car, you prick. <laughs> do you actually have mine's. those? I, I do. Yeah, I use them at the airport all the time because people at the airport always park on the line. It's the worst. Right? You'll, you'll, like, you'll see the sign and it says 38 spaces available and you get up there and none of them are available because, hey, I didn't know you had to bring your horses. I didn't know you needed your big... Uh, your big truck that pulls horse trailers. Yeah. I didn't know that's what you had to drive to the airport with your with your fucking extended ball off the back of it, the hitch ball yeah. off the back. I didn't know what what trailer are you using that you need your extended hitch to be three feet away from your truck. So all it does is take out the tires of everyone driving by you, you dirty, dirty asshole. That's your only vehicle. That's your one right. vehicle. And you're your one vehicle fly? is a hundred thousand truck. Why are you flying? Why aren't you using this big truck to drive to the place you want to be? Are you carrying uh, a bass boat onto the plane? Why the fuck would you have? It, it is a weird vehicle to take to an airport and then park. It's it's and especially when you get two of them, you kind of you almost have to sometimes back up and go down a different lane. Yeah, there's uh there's the, the airport parking situation is uh is not a good one. I think my card's got to say adios fucker. I think now that I it does. I think that's yeah, what it it's got to say. Well, I, I, I we've been friends for so long. How that is a great that's a great idea. How did I not know that you've been doing that? Well, I don't know if I'm proud of it. I mean, but I do I do like doing it. I've I, would I, be I will so tell you this. I'm so proud of that. <clears throat> I have placed I mean, not more than five, but for sure more than two cards on someone's vehicle while they're still looking. (laughs) Where I'll like hold it up and put it in there. And I bet you they think it's a flyer for a rave. And then they get back there and it's like, well, I guess I should move my car now. You know, I want people to bring a can opener for their car. I should bring a sledgehammer in my car. And anytime there's one of those hitches that's in the way of traffic, I should really get after it and just John Henry that motherfucker right off the back of the truck. Do you so the your can opener one or the your the, the the dick one, those are about like just calling these people and you know, 
what they are, right? You're, you're, yeah. you're, but if you drive like that and you park like that, you've already made a decision to accept who, right? You know, who you are. So I don't, as much as those cards make me laugh, I maybe they have an effect. Is there another route that you can go down here? Is it funnier to have a, like, just have a blank card? So it looks like it wasn't a pre-prepared thing, but you just have a blank, a set of blank cards. Oh, and you, you write something specific to them? Like, y your wife is cheating on you, thought you should know, and just stick that in there. Because if, if you're gonna yeah. ruin, if you're gonna ruin this part of my day, I'm gonna ruin like a week for you. Yeah, that would be, that would be really, really funny. You should talk to your son about his drug problem, stuff like that. We should get phone. We should get burner phones oh. that just have the voicemails. Yeah, I love it. And we should, uh, we should start leaving those numbers on those cards. I I've wanted to have a reason to have a burner phone for so long. Finally, I love the yeah. idea of being a guy with a burner, but I'm not, you know, I'm not cheating on my wife. And so that there's no reason to, to do it that yeah. way. I'm not a drug dealer. So I, yeah, if, if this could lead us into the world of burners, fuck yeah, dude, let's do it. I've always wanted a burner too, but I've, I've, you know, I've sold drugs and I've done all the stuff you needed for, but I just used my real phone. I was like, ah, they're not going to, they're not going to catch me. <laughs> yeah. You didn't want to be too known. Cause that's the thing. If you get caught with a burner, you know, if you're, if you're a deceptive person, you know, I understand the idea of getting a burner phone because you're like, I can keep this hidden and known. But if your burner phone gets found, that's uh that's a whole tough situation especially because all the burner phones they're still like i think you can play snake on them they're flip phones and shit right they're no, yep. you're not gonna be like oh that's the phone that's my work phone like is it yeah that's that's what i've always wanted to do i don't like like you said don't want to cheat don't want to sell drugs but i do want to be walking in a big city and have a reason to snap my phone in half take the card out of it and then put the two different pieces in two different trash cans just so people are like what the fuck is that guy doing that would be very exciting that that's the uh get people to look at you phone move yeah i like that i like that a lot yeah let's do burners i've been thinking of switching to mint mobile so i because you think ryan reynolds is hot love him love him a lot and i think yeah. i can that's gonna cut down on my phone bill at such a level that i have this extra cash laying around that you know, rather than allocating towards my family or our future, I could put towards this burner phone situation. I love it. And also, that is how I've uh, started vetting people. You know, there was a time when you'd go to a different town doing stand-up mm -hmm. and the open micers would go, what do you think of Dane Cook? And it was like, your your answer either made you or would break you. Mm -hmm. I'm that's Start asking people if they think Ryan Reynolds is attractive. I, you, we do, right? Have, have, you met, have you met anyone that says no? Um, I try not to ask my wife who she thinks is attractive because when she, she it's, uh, you know, because she, she answers you way too quickly and pulls a list out, you know, no, it's, it's the she's opposite. Like, Hold on, let, let. She doesn't like, she finds <laughs> she's not attracted to people that I think are attractive. Like it makes me question myself. Like, you don't think, what do you think of me? Oh. What do you think of me? You think that person's not attractive? What are we doing here? Like, so yeah. I don't, I don't want to know that she doesn't think 
one of the five hottest men around. Now, Ryan Reynolds is no Matt Bomer, you know, but he's... Matt Bomer is something else. Yeah, but he's something else. He's an entirely different creature. I will tell you, uh, if my wife keeps watching... Have you seen that Zac Efron show? I have not. It's where he goes around the world, and do you know what it is? I think, I, yeah. There's a it's new like season. It's like Anthony Bourdain, but with Zac Efron. Yeah, and if my wife keeps watching that in the basement, I'm going to have to buy a new couch because she is into him. She is. Uh, yeah, you're just like, what are you cutting with a chainsaw down there? <laughs> and it's just the most violent sex toy she's ever used. <laughs> yeah, we need to. She's very, she is very into, very into him. But yeah, Mint Mobile. It's cheap, man. Let's jump. Should we, should we start a family plan together? I would do that. I they I think their family plans are it's like it doesn't have to be family. Family's who you love, not who you who you <laughs> well, guess, who you is. Guess who doesn't think that? The YMCA doesn't think that. <laughs> because if you don't have the same last name and go to the same church, you're not a family at the YMCA. And that's weird because they changed the C. It no longer means Christian, it means community. And you know what that means? That's right. I can say fuck when I'm playing basketball again. <laughs> it feels great. It feels great because before you'd say it and people kind of look at you like, dude, YMCA. But now I say it and I'm like, it means community. And then I just slowly run back down to the other end of the court and wait for my body to stop shaking. You hit a three, give them an adios fucker and then shimmy back down the field because it means community now. The YMCA. Yeah, yeah, the YMCA. They do have a they have a real blockbuster video vibe. In a world where the business that they exist in is changing and growing and evolving, they're, yeah. they still have a, a very, their model is very interesting. I'm not an anti-YMCA guy. I do, I grew up. I, I'm not either. I mean, we, we're from small towns. In small towns, yeah. all you have is the YMCA. Now, the YMCA in my small town, they got rid of it. They got, that's an interesting way to say they moved the business uh, sure. Um, and then, and if you think that moving a business is called getting rid of it, you, I don't remember this bit. And so, <laughs> so they, it was downtown on Main Street. It was directly across the street, I believe, from the Elks and not far from the NT Tap, which are a few of uh, Bruce's haunts. So, sure. you yeah. know, it's a nice situation. I can I can I can go play a little basketball and then walk over and make my dad uncomfortable in front of uh his uh beer buddies. So, we have two gyms. So, there's one called Buck Fitness that was just bought uh by my neighbor Tiffany. And uh she runs a great business over there cuz you go there and it's it's like people are there to work out. No one ever stops you for 20 minutes to talk to you about, uh, you know, bringing a mystery dish to the potluck. Sure. Like you, you can get caught in a YMCA in that situation. Oh yeah. And I, I went to the YMCA to shoot baskets cause I was going to start playing basketball again, uh, Wednesday nights, no big deal. But, uh, I go down there and the guy goes, I go down the weight room to see what's going on down there. And he goes, it's like, I have my own gym. No one is ever here. And so I, then I went there the next day and it was just becoming Thanksgiving break for college. And I've never seen more people. It was like a line at every, like the bench, the lap pull-down machine. 
So that's a hard pass for me. So I'm back at Buck Fitness, but um, Buck I went fitness. to the VFW. Buck Fitness. Are you sick and tired of all these pussies who aren't here to work out? Come get Buck Wild at Buck Fitness. I don't know why I'm branding this business this way, but. No, it's a good one. It's a good one. They have CrossFit, which I don't do because I'm not good enough. Hey, it, but, do you uh, want to flip a tire which isn't relevant to anything in the working world? Well, come on down and do that and try to pretend you're young again. Buck fitness. I don't want to do this because it sounds like I'm doing the thing where I am making fun of something that's probably ran by someone awesome. But it is a great gym. It's a, and you, by the way, you'll be surprised by, I was carrying a mattress down, I'm going to guess 20 flights of stairs. And uh, this young guy was also carrying it down on the other end. And he goes, how come you're not breathing hard? And I'll tell you why. Buck fitness. Buck fitness. I've been flipping tires preparing for this moment. It is weird when you're moving stuff because there's no way you're ever in that position holding something off to your side and going downstairs backwards. Sure. There's not a machine for that. Sure. You know, but uh, at Buck Fitness, you know, you can get on the old CrossFit and you can do it. Now, I went, you talking about the Elks. We don't have an Elks, but we have a VFW. I went there one night after Music Trivia, mm -hmm. which run by this, this really slick guy, does a great job. And uh, we go over to the VFW to play some pool. I think I bought four shots. This is for not just me, but four shots, maybe six beers and a couple of mixed drinks. Can I guess the price? Yeah. $28. It was less than that. It was $25. <laughs> and I go, <laughs> and the bartender there is, is actually married to a woman that I grew up with. But when we were little at daycare, we got fake married. And by the way, never annulled. Sure. So I don't know if their marriage is real. But I, so he goes, uh, I go, hey man, uh, you know, I didn't get charged for some stuff. And he goes, yeah, you did. Welcome to the VFW. And I was like, <laughs> okay, well, this is great. This is how they, they must make one penny on every drink. And then they just hope they make a whole bunch of pennies. I, it's, or uh, places in the big city are making lots of pennies. The YMCA next to the next to the Elks, the yeah. one in my hometown, the it was when they moved it, the building still stood and it was for sale for a minute. Okay. And it had two gyms and an Olympic sized swimming pool. Yeah. But you could have for sure there was enough like other interesting rooms like when right when you walked in the door cuz you know the thing about YMCA's is from back in the day they had like a TV area and most of them have kitchens, you know? Yep. And yep. The, you could have built a really interesting home inside the YMCA and Absolutely. I that's that's kind of one of my that was always kind of one of my dreams is to buy something really weird like that and be like, come on in, let's go check out the gym and the pool. Yeah, or uh, the ultimate escape room. Oh, where it's like you have to yeah. dive down to get your clues. Oh, I love an ultimate escape room. That would be pretty fun. There's a guy in town that uh, he has the rental place, 
and he had a bunch of offices and a gym and stuff like that up above the rental place. And he, that, cause I had an office there and he ended up uh, gutting the place and making a home for his family. And it's absolutely gorgeous and high tech and very unique. It's pretty cool. So I like your idea of getting the YMCA full pool, two gyms. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it very much. Now I've only been to a couple of YMCAs with you, downtown Minneapolis and Appleton, Wisconsin. Yep. Where I where I beat you in Gergamu at both spots. Should we do an escape room? Is there here's the question for you. Should we just do gonna walk es- right by that? When okay. you're here when you're here for the Gergamu World Championships, should we because Ethan will also be here, a potential Joel appearance. Should we yep. do either A, a competitive escape room situation, or should we do, should we put aside this competition and compete against the room and combine our powers and see if we're the ultimate escape room team? We could do that, but just a shout out to Joel. Potential? Question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. The man. What do you mean potential? The man has a family. The man Tough has shit. responsibilities. So do I. I got a lot of stuff going on. I'm working every fucking weekend, Joel. Every weekend in January. And I got talked into a Sunday show for the first time in eight years because it's Martin Luther King Day on Monday. So, Chad, it's like Sunday is the new Saturday. Fuck off. And I had, I mean, I'd be gone every weekend, and I decide, oh, I'm going to sneak this in because I know Joel's going to be there, and Ethan, Madonna Scale Ethan's going to be there, and they're flexing their schedules, and now all of a sudden you can't show up? I, Piece I, of shit? Question mark? I, no thank you, dude. I mean, I'm going to try my best, but he's his own man. How about he tries his best for once? Hey, let's end the show here. Normally, no, we, I have to tell you a story. Okay. But then I want to do, I want to end the show here because normally we do plugs at the beginning of the show, but, uh, yeah. you know, date plugs, but I have a plug. So I want you to plug your January stuff at the end of the show, but you tell me the story. Yeah. I do have to tell you this because this happened on New Year's Eve, right? So we get past the chow guy. We get into the, we get into the bar mm-hmm. and, um, we're Spokane. If you don't know, this is a 35-minute drive from Coeur d'Alene, which is in Idaho. One of the most. Which is where our, our, our good friend Dan Cummins. Yeah, beautiful place. Good friend Dan Cummins is from Coeur d'Alene. Yeah. And, uh, but I can feel Idaho in my veins, right? It's close enough where it's taken over. So I'm pulling, I'm, I'm going a little Cy Amundsen here. I'm, okay. I got a southern accent once in a while. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't think they have a southern accent in Idaho because it touches Canada. But I'm still kind of doing the thing. And... Uh, and anytime I'm getting, you know, a drink at the bar, I go, excuse me, young fella, like that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. And then uh, so I, the more I'm drinking, right, because the the cauliflower and the, the bean dip that we had, the bean queso dip, Ooh. which is crazy because it's supposed to taste like cheese, but it just tastes like hot hummus. That doesn't matter. The <laughs> point is there's too much fiber in my body for my body to know what to do with it. And so I'm drinking tequila. To try to calm down, I'm thinking maybe agave is the thing that calms fiber down. I don't know. I haven't looked it up, but I'm thinking hopefully. So I'm drinking a lot of tequila, and I'm using the southern accent, and then the band comes back on stage, and they go, hey, you guys, this is a real old one from the 80s. It's Flock of Seagulls, I ran. And I go, not on my watch, friend. 
I ain't going to listen to no song about no where no fellas came and, and blew up America, all right? And so I go into this, whole, and now people are looking at me, and I didn't know Spokane was run by the Russian mob, but that bar sure was because there was a lot of vodka being drank with no ice, everyone looking at me, eyes a little too close together. I don't know if that's a Russian look. feels like it. I watch a lot of hockey. But I'm uncomfortable, and I'm using this accent, and I start singing. I start singing over the band every time they sing. So the song goes, "I ran, I ran so far away," uh, and then something I can't remember. But so anytime they would say "I ran," I would just yell "America," <laughs> and I would just go, "America, America, fucking rules." <laughs> I'm from Coeur d'Alene. And then they'd go into the solo, and it was perfect. And I could not stop doing it. I almost requested another flock of seagulls, like, bring it back. Bring it back on a loop. I was having so much fun, but people were just staring. And it was, I, you know, I think I was trying to get back at them because they were staring earlier because, uh, you know, I was with uh, someone. And, uh, and I think they weren't looking at me. I know that because, so here's, here's what happened. Yeah. You, I get to, you, you had the whole bridge troll stole a princess vibe going on. I did. People yeah. Like to want, they want to figure that puzzle out. She had a very sleek black outfit on and I had on, uh, baggy jeans with holes in them <laughs> and a really puffy fisherman, uh, sweater. What were they called? Um, what are the sweaters called with buttons? Why can't I think of it? It opens up cardigans. So I had a big, huge, like, fisherman cardigan with the big, huge collar. I looked like, as a couple, we looked like she had just gotten done with an acapella concert and needed a tutor. Yeah. That's exactly what we looked like. It was, she goes, we should take a picture. I was like, the fuck we should. I am not standing next to you when I saw, wearing this outfit. When I saw her picture on Instagram of her sitting at the table on New Year's, which I, you are obviously across the table taking that picture. I was. I thought how funny. Oh, wait a minute. What if I was like, what picture? <laughs> I thought it'd be <laughs> funny if when you swipe to the right past her picture, it was just the camera reversed of you taking the picture so people would go what is this what yeah. is what has happened here i thought it would be great if she would have let me wore her shirt because it like had a one shoulder was long one arm was long sleeve and then one was kind of the whole shoulder was cut off and there was no sleeve yeah it would be great if then i was in that shirt turned it into a half belly shirt yeah and sitting across with my mouth wide open eating i call those sexy phantom of the opera shirts <laughs> yeah, yeah. It um, it definitely looked like uh, she was a celebrity, and I was her trying to be incognito bodyguard. Yeah. Now that that tracks. And, and by the way, I, I look like a bodyguard. That's like if I get my hands on you immediately, you're in trouble. I was gonna but if let I have it go. to chase you, if I have to chase you, she is fucked. I was gonna let it go, but I was gonna say you're like the bodyguard. You're the bodyguard that's there with the other two bodyguards because if you're off to the side of the stage and she's on the stage and somebody rushes the stage, one of the two other bodyguards is going to have to take care of it because you're not making it there. <laughs> nope, I'm a very stationary bodyguard. I don't move a lot. Where are you? Tell the people where you're going to be in February. Tell the people uh, your dates. In, in February, you're Yeah, excuse me, January. 
January. That's my bad. Because we're coming up. Okay, that's it okay. It is January. What are this is going to air Monday? What uh, What are your weeks for the rest of the month? My weeks, I will tell you. So I'm. People could have just seen me in Big Sky, Montana. Hopefully, you did. If you did see me, you, hopefully you had fun. I'm going to be in Sacramento at the Punchline, January 13th Great through club. 15th. Omaha. Well, then I'm going to stop into Cincinnati and play Joel in Gergamu. Mm-hmm. Uh, Omaha, Nebraska, January 26th. That is a uh, reschedule from when I had COVID. So is Kansas City, January 27th and 28th. Fargo, North Dakota, February 4th at the Fargo Theater. Then I'm going to be at Cincinnati. One of my favorite clubs, Go Bananas, February 10th and 11th. Then I'm going to be Minneapolis, Acme Comedy Company, March 2nd through the 4th. March 2nd is my birthday, so that's uh, I can't promise you that's not going to be a train wreck. San Francisco Punchline, March 23rd through 25th. Milwaukee Improv, March 31st through April 1st. I'm going to keep going. Nope. Davenport, Iowa, That's so many. April 27th. Just wait. Grand Rapids, Michigan, April 28th and 29th. Louisville, Kentucky, May 12th and 13th. And that's it. Then Olivia comes home and I don't work until September. And this is a big moment here because for the first time, I think, since we've started this show nearly, I have a date to plug. Yes, you do have a date to plug. I have a date to plug. On February 9th and 10th. February 10th and 11th. February 10th and 11th. Uh Uh-huh. I'll help you with your dates. I am, for the first time in three years, returning to a comedy club stage, opening for my friend Chad Daniels in Cincinnati. That's true. It's going to be the both of us. It's the both of us. Yep. And Cy is going to be doing 20 minutes. And uh... Well, we haven't. (laughs) Worked the details out exactly in terms of show structure. Not sure the opener gets to work out the details, but that's, yeah, whatever you want to do. It's Comedy's changed a little bit since you quit. And uh, it starts with me telling you how much you're going to do because I'm, uh, you know, I don't do this to anyone else, but having the power over you is going to feel fantastic. Well, I believe that uh, we can only let people down. So let's build them up as high as possible. Come on over to Go Bananas in Cincinnati, Ohio, and uh, and see your boys. It's America, America fucking rules, and I'm from Coeur d'Alene. Adios, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m., so click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.